It's your host, JoJo. And it's your co-host, Mark. And you're listening to the app, where the, the only way is through the app. Welcome to another episode of The Avenue. It's your host, JoJo. And it's your co-host, Mark. Yes, and today we got a special guest, educated by trade. All right. <laughs> but it's the music he plays. Yeah. Let's welcome the one and only, the maestro, Sheldon Reed. Hey, good to be here. Hey, and I feel like... I feel like I should be singing. <laughs> I feel like I should be singing. I mean, the whole I'm not podcast. against it. Y'all want to <laughs> sing your questions? Uh, you know. Today. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> nah, I, I, I tell Sheldon all the time. If I could sing, man, churches would be in trouble. Yo, I say that all the time too. We'll Matter of fact, stop. I probably wouldn't even be in the church. I'd be on tour. I would. I would be on tour. I know why God didn't give me. You'd be a touring churches. Voice. Yes. Uh, no, I would. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus knew. Yes, exactly. <laughs> let's like, okay. So who is Sheldon? What does he do? Why is there association with music? Who are you? Uh, well, we, <laughs> I guess we can start with with what I do. Yeah. Uh, so Zerf. most most of my gig, like I got a daytime hit, right? So I'm a high school teacher. Okay. Mm-hmm. I teach, uh, I teach music, obviously, but mm-hmm. also like my my initial certification is is biochemistry, like high school biology oh, and chemistry. Wow. So yeah, undergrad was biochem. And um, you know, going to college, I was I was pre med biochemist, mm-hmm. and then, I mean, God did God did a whole bunch of stuff, but I ended up, you know, going to ed school, get mm-hmm. my masters, and and going to teaching, um, and the music was always there. Just coming out of college, I was with a group called the Kumba Singers at Harvard College. Kumba, Kumba, Kumba Choir. Yeah, the Kumba Singers, uh, and that kind of s- started it off uh, on a professional tip. You know, mm-hmm. that that's where. My love continued to grow. Like, I, you know, I did music coming up. My mom was a choir director. I was going to ask you that. Yeah. So, like, so since you were young. Yeah, so my mom, yeah, that's my mom. Uh, my dad loves music, too, but it was my mom, you know. And she's the choir director. She played piano at the church. So it was always like, we have to sing. People came over. Yeah. She'd be like, Sheldon, come and sing. You know, she'd, <laughs> she'd entertain people, and we'd yeah. have to sing and do stuff. So all of my brother my sister, like, everybody had to sing and play instruments and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, from young, and then, you know, high school and middle school, all that stuff. But... As far as the career, that wasn't the plan. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, if you're coming from particularly West Indian parents. Yeah. Um, music Doctor is not a career. Lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like... Music is a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. a career. Yeah. So, That's so true. Yeah. So I was definitely headed to, to the med school route, but, you know, God intervened. And so now it's, there's a whole lot of music. Kumba at Harvard College really sucked me in. And I just I was there as in college and, and uh, for my master's as well. I was in the group and then. I was lucky enough to be uh, made director, mm-hmm. and so I've been directing now. I think this is, I think this is my twentieth year of directing Kumba that I'm going into. Wow! Now. I know that's crazy, right? So if you guys, if you guys could see this man, when you think twenty years, you're like, wait, what? That's Where? what I'm saying. Like, I don't feel like I've been doing anything for twenty years. Wow! So, wow! Wow! Let me ask you this though: like, what is the music you came up on? That's a good question. Yeah, like, that's like, actually like, really like, interesting because, like, we're, like, traditional West Indian Christian, you know what I'm saying? So there was mm-hmm. no gospel music. And, you know, New Wait, York... You didn't go up on gospel that, music? No, dude. Wow. So, that's what, what I'm at saying. what age so, did you get introduced to it? Not to college. What? Wow. Real talk. So, you know, like, uh, I mean, first, New York is not like it's in, the, in the South. It's not like you got mad gospel stations and yeah. Christian radio stations, yeah. right? right? You right. got, like, a couple of black stations that for two hours on Sunday are going to play some gospel music. <laughs> wow. So we didn't listen to much radio. So in the house, it was all that... You know, three ABN like 
conservative, which is Very beautiful. But like, so hymns and stuff, you know, Sandy Patty, Lionel oh, Harris. Sandy Patty! No doubt. Yo, like, <laughs> Lionel Harris, the, you know, the... Um, the John Luma King. Yeah. The, and all, you I'm know, the men's groups. I, I have no she's idea. Like, I have no idea what <laughs> Yeah, but it's like, you know... When you, people come to church and sing like on those tracks, yeah, those are the cats. So it's very conservative because you know, we have all types of listeners. Yeah, so it's like a very conservative. Kind generally, of but also hymnal. contemporary Christian. Like the difference yeah. between oh, like, okay. like black gospel. Like if you you know you on your cable, you flip through all those different radio yeah. stations. They have like contemporary Christian. Okay. You know, and it would be uh, a lot of the the praise and worship type things, mm-hmm. but not necessarily by, by the black artists oh. or a lot of those can just. Um, yeah, just I mean, largely people would, would not associate. Right, riding on right, right. You know? <laughs> and that's my song. Yeah, no. And those are, <laughs> you know, there's hard. lots, of, lots of great music, but very little gospel. So oh, hymns and oh, conservative, wow. and always, you know, tracks. He holds the key. But you know what? You know, like this, <laughs> these majestic kind of stuff. Like that was that was what I grew up on. So wow. college. But you, but you definitely have like a variety. You have a blend. You you blend a lot of elements. Um, within your production, and I think I think that that's part of it. Part of it is, is coming up with that. But then when I got to college, it was like I, I literally I was really blessed. And people I, I met, mm. there's one cat I met. His name was Jason Crocker, and he was like, "You don't know nothing about j- this jazz head, heavy jazz wow. head, you know." And just like, you don't know. Oh, I got and just making me okay. I date myself, but you know, he would make me tapes like mm. you know cassettes mm. to play. Like okay, here are these jazz artists you got to listen to. Here are this you oh you play saxophone and you don't know. So he would just and there was a a young lady there too. She's an upperclassman. Her name was Joy Gorm. Uh, she's married now. It's a different last name. But she did the same thing for gospel. She's yeah. like, okay, let's start with the choirs. Here, yeah. You know, here, and then the families, like, here are the Winans. Here are the Clark the sisters. Here are the BB and CC. Here's mom and pop. Here's, you know, and going through, here's Hezekiah. So just wow. like, just really like, li- they literally I, educated gonna, Hold on, hold on, hold on. How are you going to name all the names? You I didn't, I, No, no. I didn't once hear commission. Nah, Frank, well, come well, on. Also, like, commission, well, because we were talking about that's choirs. That's my group. Yeah. We are talking about choirs. Commission is like small, close <laughs> no, no, right, army. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of commission, yeah. no doubt. Okay, okay, I appreciate Especially because, you know, that's Fred came I, out of yo, that Fred, joint. Yo, yo, um, Mitchell Jones, uh, Fred Heyman. <laughs> oh, this guy knows. What's his face? Um, you're, you're already more, you got yeah, more yeah, than yeah, me. Marvin Sapp. Okay, okay. Wait, Marvin Sapp was in commission too? Yeah. Stop. I'm dead serious. Dude, I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, throwback commission. Yo, commission. Call Reed. <laughs> I had like four or five commission tapes, and those cats really put me on to like some of that harmony wow. stuff. Yes, they can sing. What? So wait. See, see, some, some people can sing, but they can sing. <laughs> yeah, they can sing. With the A. So, so what a. attracted you to gospel? Because you didn't have well, so, this background that was like very, you know, black gospel. Yeah. So what, like, what attracted you? What was like, this is something that I need to do? Real talk. Like, when I got freshman year, Harvard College, and the activities fair, you know, where you they have all these tables, all the mm-hmm. different organizations, and there were these two upper class ladies at this table, um, and tell them, told me I need to join Kumba, mm. you know, and it was I was looking for a place to sing and sing black music and stuff, mm-hmm. but I didn't really have this like you know this black power identity coming mm-hmm. up Western because in my head coming up, you know, I was like I'm West Indian, wow, you know, even though I was wow. born in America, even though I'd never left the country wow. like that's, culture that's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 yeah like i was you know my father's from jamaica my mother's from Trinidad. i was trinidad american at at best you know what <laughs> i mean and you know they'd be like y'all are american but wow. we felt like no we don't we don't associate with america you go to a west indian church everybody in there yeah. jamaican yeah. or something Yo, else right so all the so food true. you eat you mm-hmm. go to social afterwards you playing all those games they used to play back like that was just my identity so uh-huh. like came here joined kumba and you know i had the blessing of being uh working with 
Robert Winfrey, who was the choral director of Kumba at that time, mm-hmm. and you know Morehouse man, and steeped in the black choral spiritual tradition. Mm. So I started learning about spirituals. You know, these cats were hitting me up for gospel and about, stuff like that. I was that. just about to say, uh, say that because um, just recently I was, I was reading up on that, um, how Negro spirituals even came about, correct me if I'm wrong, because even the, with the plight of the slaves and something that would empower them mm-hmm. through their plight, through their struggles. The music, and, yeah. Yeah, and that's what um, invigorated them. Right. Wow. Your music definitely kept us going back in the day. And mm-hmm. And the spirituals, like even after post slavery, once uh, you know you have all these freed slaves, what are we doing with them? And they started yeah. these schools to educate the freedmen and the freed slaves wow. and their wow. children. So, like our HBCUs now mm-hmm. were freedmen schools, like they were schools to educate the slaves. Mm-hmm. And once it stopped being cool to give money, you know, yeah. people just like, oh, now it's not the fad. Yeah. So they started sending uh, f- the Fisk Fisk University in particular started sending out these singers to take these songs that were sung in the fields, these spirituals. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they made them more classical, more Western. And they took them and they toured the world. They toured America, they toured Europe. And to bring money to get so that the schools would have enough money to continue educating. So that's how spirituals went from being like non-existent to like proliferation like they are now. Yeah. Wow. And even with that, so you were introduced to gospel late, like in college. Yeah, really. And then how did that translate? Because you said you had, you know growing up in a Christian household, how did that translate into a ministry? Like, how did you get into, you know, singing gospel in church? Yeah, that's, a good, <laughs> that's kind of a good question. I guess, uh, so Kumba really, the yeah, the Kumba singers. Kumba <laughs> really did it all, because from freshman year I was in the organization, and, you know, just meeting people from all, all over. And it's majority black, it's a black organization, but the mm-hmm. membership is... Obviously, you can't just say, like, no other people allowed, right? Because <laughs> um, what, what is a valid black experience? So many people right, have different. So, right. um, But uh, you meet people from all over with different experiences and different musical tastes. So people are bringing in their stuff, and I'm learning it all, you know? People bring in their gospel. People bring in uh, stuff from whatever. And every year we go on tour, we go south, we go Midwest, we, and we sing at different mm-hmm. churches. So I was learning about different religions and different, mm-hmm. you know, denominations and, and lots of music. Um, so this choir does a lot of spirituals but also contemporary traditional gospel mm-hmm. you know right. uh, continental music like music from uh, africa itself everything from the african diaspora so just kept learning 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 doing that stuff and of course once i started going to cambridge they're like oh you you sing with the choir like they wanted me to start working with like the children's <laughs> choir oh, wow. you know so we did that for a little while and just i would take what i learned and try to bring it over yeah you know? and just little by little but I so, guess like most things, after a while you look up and you're like, oh, I've been doing something for t- over 10 years. And people yeah. think like you're, you're an, they consider you an expert now, you know, because like, oh, you've been doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, got a, I got a two-part question, right? Um, first. <laughs> okay, so side note, this man reads his questions. <laughs> 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 All right, so one, I'm not going to read this. <laughs> What's the process um, spiritually that goes into music production or even just formulating music mm. and two presenting in whether it's a church setting or whatever of christian music it can easily become performing arts mm-hmm. what do you do to prevent that what, what can you tell others to like kind of like you know not go in that spectrum yeah because in a sense you came from a you came from uh, a group that I mean it's it's twofold because it's performing but then it's also it's a gospel ministry right. and then you bring that knowledge into the church and now you're you know like it's always going to be performing 
But like, you know, having the element of praise within you and, you know, having that, you know, devotion within you, like, how do you kind of like, you know, control that? Like, cause. Yeah, no, no, that's a great question. And yeah. so, uh, just so no one gets it twisted, like, like so Kumba is not a gospel choir, oh, right? Okay. Kumba is a, is a, and that's the reason it was, it's not like called the Harvard gospel choir, right? Oh, because right, right, the, right. the point of the organization is to celebrate the creativity and spirituality of black culture and all its forms. Oh. So, so it's, it, I would say it's more of a I historical slash social. Well, I mean, it's just easier. You talk about a group that was like, oh, a bunch of mostly black kids singing church music. It's a gospel choir. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's, that's how people label it. Oh, blacks. Right? But to me, to me, a gospel <laughs> choir has, has a particular purpose, and that is to spread the gospel. Mm. So oh. if, just because you're singing gospel music doesn't make you a gospel choir. Okay. You know what I mean? That's like if a, if a cat has some kittens in the oven that don't make them muffins. You know what I mean? Like, it, <laughs> it, it, it's it's about purpose. Like, what is the purpose of the group? Hmm. And so to me, that a gospel choir has a particular purpose. It doesn't just mean to sing gospel music. You know? Um, it's like, you listen to some country music, and they be like, this is a country song because this person wrote it. Okay. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, but yeah, if yeah. you listen to it, you be like, that could be a rock song, that could be whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. or you listen to some gospel, in quotations, hmm. songs, and like that sounds just like rock, like rock, or that mm. sounds just like R and B, or that's like what makes it this. Oh well, this person wrote it, so they put it automatically. So genres can, you know, there's a lot wow, of ebb and flow. It's so yeah, because it it so much a determination. And I mean, back in the day, it was like okay, this music uses this kind of instrumentation, so it has and to this be uses this. Yeah. But now there's so much cross and and, and overflow. So Kumba does a lot of gospel music, but it's not a gospel organization. And Kumba often has lots of Christians, but it's not a Christian organization, mm -hmm. right? So you have people in there who are Muslims, who are Jewish, who are, I mean, you know, if they feel comfortable doing those things, knowing that the black experience in this country is linked to black yes. Christianity. Yeah, so there's going to be some of that we're going to do, mm -hmm. right? We'll do other things too. And there are, you know, there's a larger black religious experience when we talk about celebrating black creativity and spirituality. Uh -huh. It's just that black Christian tradition has more accessible music. It's not like there are like lots of um, black Islamic performance songs you yeah. know what i'm saying that tends to be more why is that though well i i think i think part of that not to exaggerate but i think part of that is because like christianity is very we it, it's sold like it's yeah. been commodified you know what i mean right, right, like right. it's tv shows and true, gospel true. sunday and yeah. cds and the, like it's very american and and Ooh. marketed whereas yeah. whereas really you know if you look at if you look at Islam, I mean, in my limited, you know, experience with it, it's very, like, this is our religious, this yeah. is our, our beliefs, yeah. like, this isn't, isn't for, like, why are we singing these religious songs on the radio? Like, that's right. for yeah. a place of worship. Yeah. Also, worship. There's, there's a lot of Christian entities. Right, right, right. A lot of denominations. So, mm -hmm. all that ties it up. So, Kumba, yeah, so Kumba does it, but that's not their purpose. So, being at Cambridge was really the first time, you know, and me being, like, leading out at Cambridge mm -hmm. uh, SDA, it was really the first time I got to do the music in the context for which it was created. Wow. So, you know, and I've been doing it for a long time, but it's just these last couple of years, and it's been, like, it's mind-blowing. It's a very different experience. Oh. You know, because while for me, you know, to, to kind of get back to your your question, though, like, for me, and I, this is what I would tell the choir, like, if you're singing a song, it's really important that you connect with the music in some way. You have to find mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. within yourself. I've heard you say that. Some too. kind of emotional base. You know, that connects with the music and that has to be the platform from which you present. You can't just be notes and words and stuff. You have to connect to it. Mm. And if it's not your spiritual tradition or, if, you know, if a song's talk talking about, you know, my mother's gone and if your mother hasn't died, but you've experienced something like you need to find something that connects. Yeah. And that is the power from which you sing. So, you know, for me, that with 
gospel music in particular, it's my belief, so it's easy for me to do. Mm. Um, but everyone yeah. has to find their own individual. But in in the church now, you know, we can start rehearsal. We can, you know, take ten minutes and 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 pray and yeah. connect. To you know, in the, uh, the yeah, and experience. to talk about what the words mean to us, mm. and really like sing it from from that place where we where. We're, there's a larger commonality in in the place of power from which we are singing. Mm. Yes. Um, so that's been, it's been it's really been amazing to be honest. It's been a beautiful thing, um, and Cambridge has always been full of incredibly talented people. Yeah. Um, wow. And lots of lots of <laughs> incredible music. So it's 43 Norwood, Everett. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if you guys want to come on yeah. by, Everett, Massachusetts. Um, I actually have an interesting question because you say connecting and all that stuff. Um, not stuff, sorry, God. <laughs> but connecting. Um, so we understand that music, in for me, how I understand it, is something that's super, like very, very emotional. And um, and when you think of it in the context of a church and worship and praise, um, has there? Okay, I want to ask two questions, but I'll ask the first one. Um, how do you use music um, to facilitate worship? Because I, I know that, um, like, you know, there's oftentimes when we're in praise and stuff, but I, true worship where you just, mm-hmm, God mm-hmm. is God and I'm right. worshiping him. Yeah. And has there ever been a, 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 a time where, because you come from a background where you love and appreciate music, where, especially as a music director, you're like, I want to sing this song, but these folks may not be ready for this. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a really good question. That's a good question. That's a really good question. And, um, <laughs> and you said purpose, so yeah. trying to show, I mean, it's not showing folks, but like literally the Holy Spirit's like, use this song, and they're like, eh, I don't know. Right. <laughs> so, and, and this in some ways connects with those questions too, as far as um, trying to keep performance out of it. Like mm. how, do you, how do you keep performance out of it? Um, and so part of that, just how to keep performance out of it, is you have to, things have to be fresh to you. Like you have to be, continue to be connecting to what the song is saying. Uh, you can't just be singing lyrics and words, and that—that's about intentionality. You going into it, you mm. thinking about it. Um, but as far as you, you have to consider your audience. So, yeah. for Cambridge SDA Church at Forty Three Norwood in Everett is, <laughs> is a perfect example, right? Because we have uh, young people on the ultra contemporary side, mm-hmm. and we have you know old school school like West Indians who are very conservative. Mm-hmm. So to create a uh, my, so I minister music at the church, so, and, and the main thing I look, you know, there are people over each division, choir, whatever, but my main thing is focusing on the praise team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the job of the praise team is not to perform for the church. Mm-hmm. The job right, of the praise right. team isn't to praise and worship. The job of the praise team is to lead the congregation in praise and worship to help us in the spirit of God, right? Oh, okay. To allow people to lower their walls those things that we put up that keep us from getting out of our emotions that keep our heart walled away that keep us from letting the spirit in Mm. like music music is powerful because you know all the brain doctors will tell you how you know you have a reasoning center of your brain like when you talk about left and right and reasoning Mm -hmm. versus feeling and one of the reasons that music is powerful one of the reasons they use music in jingles for commercials Mm -hmm. is because music bypasses the logic center of the brain like it's if someone has an argument with you or a discussion with you you're thinking about their words and you're rationalizing 
if you put it to a song, it's going straight into the brain. Like it's bypassing wow. the reasoning wow. centers, right? So, which is why what you listen to is really important. Like mm. it's, it's powerful yes, yes. because you don't get a chance to filter. Wow. You know, so all that stuff we was like, oh, I just like the beat. That stuff is going directly in. Like mm. you're not even getting to think about it, right? So, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. And, and, and keep what you yeah. want to say in your head. I, earlier, I was talking to Mars and I was um, telling her how how like like you said music is powerful and i feel like there there are spirits involved and i started i started thinking of the context of like the great controversy mm. for example and i started thinking of um, which Lucifer. is a book by an author named eg white keeping it informative yes so i started thinking i started thinking of lucifer in heaven right mm-hmm. and you know how he was like the chief musician running music in, in, in heaven with music and um but given adoration to god Right, but when rebellion entered his heart and when sin entered his heart, he was still giving praise to God, but in vain. Mm. So you know, there's there's a spiritual element to it. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean it's a, it's a good element when when presenting or, like or, music or a good spirit or a good, good good spirit. So that's why that's why it's, it's, it's right what you said. It's very imperative that you know the right spirit is is in you because when he was cast out of heaven. And so now he's in a position where he wants to um, receive the glory mm. and receive the praise. And so when you have um, certain artists that are, you know, um, placing profanity in their, in their music and, you know, everything that's contrary to the will of God, I feel like there's an evil spirit element to that. I mean, and my thing is, like, if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're tall... Right, you're gonna use your height to do whatever. Right, if I'm on the court mm-hmm. and I'm tall, and people are like, oh, that's just because you're tall. Well, I'm supposed to do play on my knees. Yeah. No, <laughs> if, right. If I'm quick, I'm gonna use my speed. Yeah. Oh, if my one of my skills is that I am a master of music, why would I not use that tool to deceive yeah. mankind? Yeah. If I was, you yeah. know what I'm saying? True. Like, so of course, like that. That's one of the, in my opinion, one of the devil's most powerful tools. So that's gonna segue into my next question. Well, hey, let me let me let me finish. Let me finish. He's running out of time. No, but I mean, I think with that being yeah. said, it's about purpose. I, I God, and when I was looking at this topic, so like God has designed music for a specific purpose, and there's many purposes. They have different purposes. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and thus can be can be used or misused. Yes. Right, and yes. so what what we want to do is. Uh, get people to a place where they can let go and let God, like uh, very literally. Um, we, we, the idea, you know, the Bible talks about, uses the word contrite in like four different places, but all of yeah. them are saying the same thing. Like uh-huh. where the contrite heart is, that's where God is. You know, mm. when you come before me with a contrite heart, a broken spirit, when we realize how unworthy we are and how much grace God has given us, um, like how can you, do anything but love and worship and adore him. And that just opens you up to receive the word. Yeah. Right. So in our song choice, if we just, we can't just be like, bump it, we're going to do these songs because if there are people in the congregation who that's going to put off and make them close down, we're, we're getting in the way of them receiving the word. Yeah. Like it's a very big responsibility. So, Mm. you know, at a church I came to where we have the, the full spectrum, you know, we try to do a mix. We try to, you know, throw some hymns in there, tie them to some contemporary songs, just get, to try to broaden everyone's experience yeah. and everyone's yeah, understanding. Because yeah. wow. it's not that one yep. thing is right and one thing is wrong. Right, yep. right, right. Right. It's just that people have grown in different experiences yeah. and right. that's, that's what makes them comfortable. Wow. So our goal is to grow everyone's comfortability mm-hmm. so that we continue to praise and worship together. So the state of gospel and Christian music is, is evolving. Oof. 
Some would say it's evolving. Some would say that that stuff that they're doing now just isn't gospel. But I hear you. Do you think contemporary Christian music is becoming more secular? I, I I hate this question because I feel like if we if we go back to your purpose, like what is it? I don't think that I'm not answering the question for you. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me answer that question. I want. I no, but I'm interested to hear what the Michael thinks. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I gotta answer this no, question. No, <laughs> for me, I answer the question and he's gonna answer. Uh, yeah, 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 okay. For me, this is a conversation. Anyway, for me, I feel like if we think about purpose and what God has designed music to do or be, and I don't think there's a right or wrong sound. I think, like you said, some. I, we kind of mentioned it earlier, but like. Uh, that the group wasn't necessarily a uh, uh, it's a gospel group, but not all gospel genre of music mm-hmm. is gospel. I hear right? that. No, no, I hear that. So hear let that. me finish all though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that I, for me, I don't think that there's any right or wrong sound. I think it's what is the purpose? What is the purpose? Is the purpose um, to worship? Is the worst purpose to give thanks? Is a purpose to rejoice. It's a purpose to edify and evangelize. And when you think about God's design and purpose for music, and when if you if you have a, a you know a Christian faith and whatever it's designed to do, if it's achieving those purpose, then what if it has an eight hundred eight in the background? Like, <laughs> so what's wrong with that? I thought you were talking about like an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, see, yeah, it is a very complex question because like. Right, if it is giving glory to God, you know, it doesn't matter how it sounds. Well, how I see, you know, before I, before I even answer my own question, let me let me let yeah, um, let's show let me see what Sheldon has to say about that. So, yeah, complex question, definitely. Uh, so, you can have music that is saying something pos- positive. Mm-hmm. You can even have music that's saying something about God. That doesn't make it gospel music. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. And I mean, this is partially opinion, but like the way people put songs into genre sometimes is just about l- lyrical content. And yeah. that's not that's not really accurate, like because gospel music does have a, a particular purpose, like the purpose is to spread the gospel, the good news, mm-hmm. right, that Christ is coming again, that he is risen and alive and is coming and returning. So um, just because something is about is positive doesn't doesn't make it gospel. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing, like. We talk about Christian music, so if we're saying music that talks about God or Christ or His coming and those things, yeah, that, I mean that continues to to be broad, you know, and to grow and new different and different ways. And I don't think that there's necessarily anything wrong with that. What? I just think that it's a mistake to say that because it has a Christian content that it belongs in the church. I think that that's mm. a lot. Mm, true, true, true. I just think that that's a lot. Okay, true, true, that's right? different. So, um, like there are. So, for example, we went to a conference a couple of weeks ago, and uh, one of the presenters was talking about things that you can do to destroy your music ministry. Oh, <laughs> wow. right? But, uh, you know, some people like to put in hooks from from music that, you know, you hear yeah. at the club, yeah. you know, That's what I'm saying. And, and to drive it and club, make it hype. And that? it's like, right, <laughs> I'm right. just kidding. Um, <laughs> like, 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 what is your opinion on that? So I just think it's wrong. And here's the reason I think it's wrong. Not because, like, they own those music, but, like, if the point of the song is to edify God, and then you play this hook that for anyone who has heard it 
probably heard it in a context exactly. that wasn't necessarily s- spiritual. Exactly. It's going to take your mind there to that yeah. place. You so, know what I mean? If that baseline is a, what used to be on your booty tape, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know, that back in the day when you had such things and you would play when, when people came. But, like, then when you hear it, that's not taking you closer to God. Exactly. So, so. Now, that's contextual because if people, like, you know, anyone who's sub-20 now, uh, you know, when they hear songs, they don't know who the original artists are. They don't know where they, things are referencing. Yeah. They just know the song. So, um, what was the example? Um, Lord, so there's an Israel song. Um, <laughs> who is like the Lord? Yeah. Who is like, like the Lord? Lord? Nobody. Yeah, right? But there's that part it. where it just goes, Lord, we declare... Who can compare? Oh, okay. oh, I Who know. would even dare? There is no one like you. Right, and it grooves. But the groove they have behind it. California knows how to party. It's, yeah. it's California. Like, you know, and now there's a whole generation of kids who never heard that song. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So when they hear it, it doesn't mean anything to, it, to them. Mm-hmm. Wow, but there's a that. whole bunch of us who, you know, who, when they hear that, they, some people do catch it. They're just like, oh, that makes me feel. So Sheldon, that's what that's what I'm talking about. I think that I gospel artists, some of them could be very gimmicky, yeah. right? And so I think that, and you know, looking at the trajectory of gospel music, you know, they they want to sell records. Yeah. They want to go on tour. They want to sell out arenas. So they take like gimmicks, elements yeah. from like secular music. You see, God doesn't need gimmicks. That's what I'm saying. Uh... God doesn't need gimmicks. They take they take elements. And just no shade at the gospel artists doing that, but they take elements. Actually, not nah, that, that is shade. Yo, they take <laughs> elements from secular music. They put it in the gospel music. They bring it in, in the church, and you know what happens? It becomes a Trojan horse. Now you bring in like <laughs> wicked elements from the outside and bring it inside. But I think it also happens in the reverse. I've heard um so a lot of um the new the neo soul mm-hmm. contemporary um R and B the yeah. new kind of sound of R and B have come from traditional Christian uh, Christian backgrounds, yeah. faith, that whole element, and they're actually taking gospel music and putting it in there. Yo, when my, ki- well, they- my kids in my Whoa. high school choir are like, Mr. Reed, can we sing um, uh, that Chance the Rapper song? Yeah. Like, you mean that Fred Hammond song? That's, yeah. that's sampled throughout 80% of yeah. that Chance the Rapper song? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A lot of artists. And like, I mean, it's like, are what you ready for... That's not Chance the Rapper. That's a Fred Hammond song. Like, that <laughs> whole yeah. line... Is from Fred Hammond's song. It's happening in the reverse. That's crazy. Right. So, so then that gets it can happen. It can happen in reverse. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have a problem with then, that. Then you feel more, you feel comfortable to listen to yeah. you know X Y Z. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that, I mean that is a, but that goes back to what I'm saying. Like because like so that song, the are you, are you ready? Like it's it's all about positivity. It's about right, receiving right, the blessing. Right, 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 right. That doesn't make it a gospel song. Right, you're right. absolutely and right. And that's right. my right. thing. Right. So right. if if you're bringing something into the church and the the musician who's running this conference saying we can do that song. We just don't have to put that bam in it. We can just See, put are, a different set of chords behind it. You know, you can change it. So you, you don't need to put those things in the song to praise, to, to like, you don't need to not necessarily do the song, but there are ways you can change it and that the song is still presentable. The song is still hype. The song is still... So. Like me, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I love gospel music. I, I listen to gospel music on the way to work, school, whatever the case is. And, but there are times I don't necessarily listen to gospel music. Um, sometimes I'll just listen to it. I don't know if you know Johnny Lang. Mm. Um, you know, he, he makes inspirational music. It's kind of like country inspirational, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it. they use some metaphors. Like, you know, there's a song called Bump on the Road. And, you know, he's using a lot of, like, metaphors. And basically, like, alluding to, like, Jesus, you know, helping you on that bump of the road. 
Um, so I don't think necessarily that type of music. It, again, it's not. It's not bad. You know, I don't yeah. think it's bad music or anything like that. It doesn't necessarily belong in the. Church. I don't think it belongs in the church. Yeah. You know, but you know, if you want to listen to it on your way to like work or whatever. You know, I, you know, I, it's I all about purpose, like you said. It, it's exactly purpose? about purpose. Like, in terms of ministry, answer. no. Yeah. It's the easiest answer. What is the purpose? And like when you, like you said, and I, and I'm like, wow, this job that, not job, but this responsibility that you hold in church is, because I'm not, I was like, oh, music ministry, you know, like, but it's so powerful. Yeah. And it's so important. And, and it can be so dangerous. Yeah. You know, which is why it can't be about like it's not about us. It's about we have to make sure God is leading. Wow. You know, we have to be prayerful and mindful and and really try to think and just really open ourselves up to God's leading um but also be be happy to take criticism from the congregation like we're we're a fellowship <laughs> you know and people say like oh I didn't like this or this was too loud or this and trying to take that in and factor it in and you can't make everybody happy all at the same time right so but you 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 try to listen to what's happening and make sure that your purpose mm-hmm. right purpose again your purpose is is, is the right purpose wow. so yeah I mean I'm I'm all for people making all kinds of music I listen to all kinds of music. I listen to country music all day sometimes. I listen to, like, they're all kind of... But just because the word God is in it doesn't make it gospel music. doesn't wow. mean it belongs in the church. Wow. Um, you know, they have lots of club music that is... God's plan. That is all about <laughs> God. Do you know what I mean? That is all about God. And people are just like, oh, you know, this song, you know, this person's a Christian rapper. This That doesn't mean you should be playing it in the church. Right, oh, right, right. Right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it has a, like, if it's a beat, like, if it's dance, See, if it's woke. dance music. Sheldon is woke. He I mean, understands. I, I, I try to be. He's not, but, he's not putting it, like, in a, you know, beautiful basket. He's, he's giving it how it is. Yeah. And how it should be. Like, I'm, I, you know, we're, we're using a gradient scale. I'm not saying, like, you know, it's black and white. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, then again, you know, you have to, like, really understand, you know, why you're listening to a, a certain type of music and, why are you bringing in the church? And, and that's the thing. Like, wh- wh- why? Why bother? Like, you can listen to, like, and again, I, I'm a big fan of, of some Christian hip-hop. People talk about the labels or even yeah, problematic, yeah. but whatever. You know, there are a lot of rappers who are doing their thing and pretty much all their content is biblical or about God or, you know. Right, right, right. But that doesn't mean it belongs in the church. That means you can listen to it when you're listening. If you don't want to listen to stuff that is misogynistic or, or right, violent. Right, 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 right. Um, or misogynist, rather. I'm making up words. Or violent or, <laughs> you know, all these things. You can listen to things with positive themes or positive whatever. Yeah, exactly. But that doesn't mean I'm going to special music next Sabbath. <laughs> I'm going to be singing, you know, right? Because it's if it's dance music or if it's whatever it is, then that's fine. When you want to go out and dance, you can dance to stuff that is as it's going directly into your brain, it's only positive. Mm-hmm. That's great. And I'm not saying anything, I'm not making a statement about what dancing means. Yeah, right, right, right. we're not I'm going just, there. Right. Not, to, not today, anyway. Not today. <laughs> 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 nah, don't even open it. But, right, but like, yeah. purpose. So like, if we're talking purpose, about praising yeah. and worshiping God, purpose. then, you know, let's find music that is doing that, that is uplifting people. Mm-hmm. What, what is our rush? We should be able to do, why? Why? What, that, that, when it becomes about you and not about God, you should question. Mm. So that's that's just always I try to make that my thing. Like it's not we gotta, about me. We, we got um like about two two more questions um, I, to wrap up. I have a fun one because I feel like so actually is it fun? Actually, because <laughs> I was gonna go in this other direction, but um, do you feel like singing? I mean, this is probably biased because you probably enjoy singing. Again, I know why God didn't give me a voice because <laughs> I'll be mm, 
it's, he saved me. <laughs> but I'll be turning up. Um, you know, there's so many verses in the Bible that say sing with a joyful noise. Yeah. Make, you know, all these, all these. I look at them as commands. Yeah, Do you think fine. singing is optional for a Christian? I I think that <laughs> even if you can't really sing, I think that in church, I think like you know. And I try to say it whenever I'm up there, like if I'm leading praise and worship, everyone should be opening their mouth. Mm-hmm. Like the Bible really, it does command it you. It commands you. Make a joyful noise. It even says that if I you don't praise God, the rocks will cry. Like, I, I, I you know what I'm saying? That like that, that's some stuff. Like, so yeah, you should be praising God. I Absolutely. Like when we're all together, lift it. So there's something about corporate worship also. Like when the whole right. body is worshiping together. Yeah. Like it's, it's powerful to be able to just let go and give to God and feel all these other people like you become something greater than the, than the sum of your individual parts. Uh, and that's that's really a powerful experience. Wow. So I think, I mean, people are intimidated because we're like, oh, you know, my fourth grade chorus teacher told me I can't sing and I haven't <laughs> opened my mouth since then. So like, it's not about, because it's not, it's, you're giving praise to God. Who cares what the person next to you is thinking? That's true. That's you know, true. and God is receiving it the way you're saying, you're sending it. You so I think everybody in the church, when we're doing praise and worship, when we're singing, I think that everybody, you should be singing. You should be, you know. Now, if you that person who's singing out of key and want to try to be extra loud and stuff, like, you know, like, there needs to be moderation. Maybe like, your heart will sing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you can, you don't have to be the loudest. You can listen, you can, but, um, yeah. but that's also the rarity. Like, most people, like, just give your glory to God and God will take it. Mm. Yeah. One, one last question. Um, What's gonna take like music ministry to the next level? What do you think is gonna take the next level? And and do you have um, certain things cooking in the works? <laughs> okay, I'm about to drop my mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, so to to go backwards with those like what we're trying to do at Cambridge, like again, Cambridge is full of really really talented singers and and writers, people who are really that's trying true, to get their true. creative on. So we're trying to move in the direction where we're doing more. Um, original stuff like we've we've you know Mm. we've already introduced two songs that are that have been done by Cambridge members you know and we're going to try to keep incorporating um, you know people keep writing and we want to just keep and Cambridge singing Cambridge music wow you know and as that continues to grow and we you know you get nine ten eleven of those done and we put it on a cd and we nice. can we can spread the ministry not just nice. to those people who are in the congregation, but you know someone in their car somewhere can yeah, be, can yeah. be receiving a blessing. So yeah. we nice. we really want to be doing that. Okay. And um, you know, I, it's funny like there are less. So one of the shifts in in gospel music anyway has been it used to really be about the choirs and the groups. There were these ensemble songs and choir groups, mm-hmm. and it's, there's a, a lot less of that now because yeah. it's more about the individual singing, which is dope. Like, people are really doing things that are powerful, but it makes it less accessible to other choirs, like yeah. school choirs and doing yeah. stuff. So you yeah. you find a lot of school choirs just doing a lot of, like, praise and worship music because there aren't as many songs, yeah. you know, yeah. with, like, verses and, and things like that. And so, you know, I would love, I love to see when those things are coming back when people are, um, praise and worship music is, is important and incredible. Yes, but yes. We can, can we have some, Artists who are not doing praise and worship music too. You know, exactly. You know, like <laughs> Richard Smallwood. Like, you know, my my regulars for choir stuff back in the day. Like, you know, John P. Key is always John. good for. Oh, you looking goodness. for a fast song that's gonna yes. cook? John is John is the way. John P. Key, 
um, Hezekiah Walker, Walker. Oh. Donnie McClurkin, oh. Fred Hammond, you know, and of course, Kirk Franklin, particularly oh, the, Kirk the Franklin. I mean, Kirk Franklin's early ballad albums, like every time that cat writes a ballad, it's like powerful. Like, no, yeah. his first couple yeah. albums, but no doubt, top notch, yeah. no doubt, yeah. you know, oh. so love to get when people are doing those things because those things are really accessible and reproducible. By, yeah, by yeah, you know church choirs yeah. and stuff a lot of the solo stuff like I'm singing all lead and then you know there are a couple of voices backing me up oh. and, exactly so, and, <laughs> and again not that there's anything wrong with that yeah. but what is the purpose yeah and I, so, purpose I, I talk I also Self. talk about that a lot with you know because I, I teach a high school choir you know I teach a college choir and then I have the church choir and it comes up in any number of ways but mm. uh, there are just different ways to do things and what is your purpose I make it <laughs> This is very personal, so I don't care. You, people don't have to agree with this because it's strictly opinion. Like my people are like, Mr. Reba, why don't you like Beyonce? You know, I'm not, it's not, that, and it's not that I, I dislike it. Like, I don't know her as a person or anything, but Ooh, like, I don't, I don't, no, 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 but like when, when I talk about music with my singers, um, I often compare it, like I say, well, Beyonce, Beyonce versus India, right? Just mm. to keep it in, in oh, genre specific. Okay. And Beyonce does some sometimes some incredible riftastic stuff. What like he's trying she's, to say is she's overrated. Not, not overrated. No. I think she's incredibly talented. Yeah. I just think like sometimes people are singing and the point is the brand is them. Wow. Do you know what I mean? And yep. if, if that's your purpose, like that's fantastic. That's yeah, what you're doing. She's talented yeah. and she can do all these. But you know, if your purpose is if it's if it's is it about you or is it about the music? Wow. And not mm-hmm. one that one is is right. Mm-hmm. It's just they're different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can get some people up there now who just be riftastic. I mean, just uh, uh, can yeah. do all these crazy mm-hmm. runs. But when do you use them and why do you use them? Yeah. Are you using it to amplify a particular idea? Or are oh. you doing it so people be like, that singer is dope? Mercy. Wow. So if you're building wow. a brand, that singer is dope is what you want. Right. They want people mm-hmm. to be like, that person is dope, that person is dope. You're building your, your hype, your fame, you. Right? When I do music with my choirs and stuff, the point is the music. What is this song trying to say? Wow. Right. So wow. if you riffing there is t- shifting the attention from the audience, from the song and its lyrics to you, then you've misrepresented. Wow. And so oh, I have some singers, like, you know, who, I mean, we, who are really, really talented. And I'd be like, that's the challenge. I'd be like, I was talking to one kid the other day. I was just like, in fact, I spoke to him his freshman year. I was just like, I think your voice is dope. I think you're incredibly talented. I love what you're doing. I love your ability. Remember this, because from now on, for the next four years, I'm going to be telling you what you should be doing better. Wow. You know? And so, like, the challenge for him is when I put him in a song, I'm like, this song is old school and really simple. You got to cut out the riffs. Yeah. And you got to work on simplicity and longer mm. term. Like, it's, mm. it's a different way of thinking, especially because the kids these are growing up with all this. So yeah. knowing, like, when is it appropriate to do that? When is When am I making it about me instead of about the music? Instead of the fundamentals. Yeah, and so that's it's 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 a type of musical <coughs> maturity if that's what you're going for. Yeah. Again, sometimes you're going for brand, sometimes you're going for me. Yeah. You're going to the Apollo, right? You know, you may be your goal may be like they need to think that I'm dope from second three. Yeah, right? yeah. you know, yeah. and and that's appropriate in those situations. My preference is always the focus on the music, yeah. like me being small. And part of that, of course, is my purpose. My purpose with my music, nine times out of ten, is about glorifying God. Yes. So it can't be about me. Wow. Yeah. So maybe I can maybe I do have a shot as a singer, right? Absolutely. Everyone it's not has about a shot. me. Everyone has a it's shot. about God. Everyone has a shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late to learn. <laughs> well, Shell, it, it was it was oh God, definitely it was so a pleasure bad. having you. Oh, no, my pleasure. Um, um, for those who want to join the Kumba um, choir, how can they um yeah, so sign up for that? Kumba is a is a choir at the Harvard College and if you ever want to join, check out our website. Our website is Kumba Singers K U U M B A Singers.org. And all you have to do, there are no auditions for Kumba. 
Wow. So if you want to be about celebrating black creativity and black spirituality, you just got to show up to, re to rehearsal. You know, you have to understand what the group is about and be down for it. And mm -hmm. then you can come through. So we have people who, it's majority Harvard undergrad, but there are mm -hmm. people from other colleges. Right. There are grown people who are getting their adulting on. Right. You know, we've had a couple of high school students, right. you know, wow. somebody's mama from the community, an that's administrator dope. at the school. So it's open to anybody. Um, but yeah, that's, those rehearsals are on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 o'clock. But all that information is on the website. Yes. Um, but you know, you want to hear it in this context. 43 Norwood, Saturday. 43 Norwood. Every Saturday. <laughs> 43 Everett, Norwood Massachusetts. Everett, no doubt. That's no it. doubt. <laughs> Well, Sheldon, um, thank you for coming down coming thank down here. So Yo, my Early pleasure, this morning. My I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Hey, that was crazy. great. Wow. <laughs> it was dope. It was dope. Wow. I'm glad to come back anytime. All right, all right. So, so oh, y'all been listening to the Avenue. It's your host Jojo. Co-host Mars. And we'll check you out next time. <laughs>